not even constructive. What are you gaining out of it? What are you growing out of it? As a matter of fact, it could be detrimental. It could be hurting the people around you. It could be hurting yourself. What kind, what kind of person do you feel like when it comes to Pesach? You can tell me, oh, that Pesach feels like Chayyim. This is not true. As Zoyvi on Shabbos, we say Shabbos Menucha. Nashi says, it's a Yoyim Menucha. Shabbos, Shabbos, it means not that I'm just not doing work and can't count. Shabbos is Yoyim Margoya, a day of tremendous sense of joy and, and, and peace. Not just, oh, I could fall apart. I don't have to do work today. It's a positive sense of energetic peace. That's Shabbos. And the same thing is with Pesach. We have a very, very dangerous thing over here. If somebody goes and kills themselves before Pesach with Advaita, it's needless, non-constructive work. It's Advaita. That's Avdus. That's slavery. That's not Malacha. The English says, Teyase or Yeyase Malacha. But Tavai is someone who's missing the boat. What do we learn from a cow? What do we learn from a cow? That putting on the slightest physical oil on the cow's back, you put your towel on the cow and it walks a few feet with the cow, it's Allah, Aleha, oil. A physical oil is an oil. It's a yoke. But a spiritual oil, if we're macabre, what Hashem says, it's not going to be a bad yoke. That is going to be charus. Let me share with you uh, an idea and then we'll talk a little Hanukkah Maisa. So if a person does avayda, they do needless extra work for Pesach, chas v'shalom, chas v'chalil, you have to be concerned that a rasha, or perhaps even in yourself, you might ask yourself, go to Florida, escape. Unfortunately, you'll have people that will go a step further than Florida. <laughs> Why should I have the avayda Pesach and just go to Florida? Who needs the avayda of kolata let me drop the whole thing. The, the, the route to escape. Like Rav Moshe Feinstein says, the people that used to crash when they kept Shabbos, so their children all said, I'm not interested, I'm out. But we feel that ourselves. Why is it 35,000 people disappearing for Pesach? And that's just to Orlando. Because 35,000 this year, just to Orlando. We're there. What? They're escaping. We have a Peladiga problem here. When we say Pesach is Mancha, you're saying it's supposed to plug Chairos into our lives for the rest of the year. But if we make it part of this, you know, not really part of our lifetime vacation, then you know where Chairos remains? In, in Orlando. And the rest of the year, you won't have any Chairos. The rest of the year, you'll have Aftos. The only way to take Zman Cheirusenu and plant it into our lives for the year is what the Torah says, Altikrichorus Elacherus. By the Luchos, we're engraving the letters. And from there we dash in Cheirus. That means that Cheirus is bound with you and so much a part of you. That's real Cheirus. When you engrave Akadish Baruch who's rotten into your heart and you do and you clean the Pesach for rotten Hashem. You'll have chayrus that's part of you and not an escape. By the way, what happens? You know, Oisei's parachas ba'avrim. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the luchais and the letters floated up. I would have said that when the letters floated up into the heavens, that's chayrus. Those letters were free and we're free of those letters. No, that's a broken body. A broken body escapes. Those letters escaped. An escape is not chayrus. Chayrus is... When in they say, if you love your job, you'll never work 
a day in your life. I know a certain Tamil Kalakamu told me he has so much stress preparing for this year and that. Blah, 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 blah. At night, he just, you know, he, he needs some downtime, you know, and he, he likes to watch the news and internet. Why isn't he enjoying all of the learning that he's doing by day? If his learning is really meaningful and real to himself, <laughs> downtime, a whole day is his is, is, yeah, downtime, it's uptime, it's vacation time. If you enjoy Torah, if you enjoy teaching Torah, if you enjoy being Makar of Yiddin, if you enjoy davening, then you're never really working. So we have to figure out how to get the Cheres into our lives, not to put the Cheres into this escape room. When we left Mitzrayim, Hashem pointed out to us, we left Biyot Chazaka by daytime, we didn't escape out of Mitzrayim. It was a Cheres that was built into our hearts and souls. Okay. So we have to be very careful not to do avoda that has no reason for it. And we have to be very careful to develop a sense of chiris. We have just a few minutes. We're going to discuss a little bit, tidbit, a tip of the iceberg of some lenient, easy, simple approaches. And next week we'll get a lot more into a bunch of tricks and a locus to make preparing for Pesach a pleasure. Okay, so number one. Chazal were very concerned that even though if you do bittel chametz and you say kol you do the whole form of bittel, you might not really mean it. Or you might have some really expensive bottle there that's so special you don't really want to make after. Or, or, even if you meant it and everything, you might be sitting around something that's come at some pace and you might eat it. That's why we search and clean for chametz. Okay? So here's two clauses to remember, everybody. Two clauses. You know what we're searching and cleaning the house for? We're searching for something that's really special that when you were levatel yechametz, you might not have meant it. <laughs> something really chashuv. Something really, really special, like that bukla that you saved from 20 years ago by your chasana as a remembrance and a memory. Oh, that's so chash if you don't want to be back to it. You have some kind of chamas that's so special, some bottle of whiskey that you got by your first bris whatever. You have something very, you don't want to, you don't want to be after it. I have a bottle I got from the Mashkiach and Yeshiva. There's just a drop left for it. It happens to be kashal <laughs> but I don't want to be mevatelet. I would never be mevatelet. I can't be mevatelet. I don't have for the life of me. It's very chashiv to me. Made sure to leave a little bit in there. I haven't touched it in years. It's very special. Kirsch. It's uh, from, from Schweitz. Kashal Beisach. I haven't touched it. I can't, I'm not mevatelet. So what you're looking for is something that you're not really mevatel. So it's very chashiv. Or you're looking at cleaning from something that you would pop into your mouth without thinking. You're not looking for dust and crumbs. You're not looking for sticky pieces of corn syrup that may be as kidneys. You're looking for something that is so chashuv, you're not mavadal, and you're looking for something that you would inadvertently, without thinking, you might forget that it's Pesach and pop into your mouth. Which means... That moving the refrigerator is Lufnimishuzadin. Moving the oven is Lufnimishuzadin. Mopping the floor is Lufnimishuzadin. Vacuuming the floor is Lufnimishuzadin. Windetzing your windows is Lufnimishuzadin. Wiping down your walls 
is All of these things are extras, and if you touch something extra, you have to be very careful what the ripple effect is going to be. Are you going to get a sense and a feeling in yourself afterwards? Then it's wrong to do it. So you have to be aware to keep Torah Hashem in the mitzvah, it won't be hard. Like the Vilna Goyen says, if we just get to what the Ebed just says, the Torah would be easy. The Torah would be pleasant, like the famous marshal, the Buddha Magdal. The Buddha Magdal once arrived in a motel, and he came with this little uh, carry-on luggage, and he goes to his room, and ten minutes later, his luggage is still not there. He goes to the hall, and he hears the, the, the bellboy, you know, huffing and puffing and dragging and pulling. He says, what's taking you so long? He says, yeah, your luggage, is, it's hard to bring up. He said, if my luggage is giving you such a headache, it's not my luggage. My luggage was a little tiny valise, a little carry-on. I said, the Ebishter says, Dr. Vulnagai, if my luggage, if my tire is giving you so much a headache, you got the wrong thing. It's the wrong religion. You're taking on your own new religion and taking on new things that Hashem never told you to do. What Hashem told you to do is the Racheha, the Noyam, the Chol, the So when we take upon ourselves any extras with Pesach, you have to be scared and run in the opposite direction. Unless you're really, really, really bored and in the mood of doing all those things. So number one, wiping down walls. It used to be a minute women used to wipe down walls because they used to glue wallpaper with chametz diga glue. There's no reason. Even then it was lefnim Adin. The culture game is menenu. You don't have to wipe down walls and erase every, every crayon mark on, on a wall. Okay? You don't have to Windex windows. You don't have to map. You don't even have to map a floor. The etzem, a good sweep, you know, move around some, some little toy chest or whatever it is in case something fell behind and somebody might pick it up and put it in their mouth. A good sweep should be enough, except for areas in the kitchen or things that'll end up on your table. We're going to talk about that next week in Mitzvah But in general, around the house and bedrooms and everything, if it's not something that's going to end up in your mouth, a, a sweep, and that's it, is all that is necessary. You're checking for something that is extremely chashuv, that your bittel would not have worked on, or you're checking for something that you will pop in your mouth without thinking. A dusty, hairy piece of a candy under the oven or behind the cabinet is not something anybody will put in their mouth. And you don't have to do badika for it. If you want to do it, it's a chumrah. Be careful with your chumras because you don't know what the ripple effects are. Mitzvah next week we'll discuss a lot more hates tricks and an easy way to bring on Pesach.